Welcome back to the Learnetto podcast, where I speak to awesome programmers, designers, and marketers so you can learn from their experiences. Check out all our episodes on learnetto.com forward slash podcast. While you're there, also have a look at the amazing courses on making web apps, designing mobile apps, growing your startup, and more that we have launched this week. And don't forget to sign up to our newsletter to get exclusive discounts on courses and new podcast episodes right in your inbox. All right, so today on this podcast, I'm interviewing Cindy Potwine, a software developer based in Montreal, Canada. Cindy has years of experience developing web and Android applications. She also writes a very popular blog to help developers decide how to go about learning new skills. She has written popular series such as Learning as a Software Developer and Play and Learn as a Software Developer. Let's hear Cindy's story. Hi, Cindy. How are you doing? I'm doing great. Thank you. Yeah, it's great to have you on the show. Thanks for uh, agreeing to speak with me. It's my pleasure. Okay, uh, just for our listeners, would you like to introduce yourself? I'm Cindy Podvine. I'm working as a product owner at Giro. We're doing software for public transportation organizations. Wow, that sounds good. And where are you based? I'm based in Montreal. Montreal, okay. Um, tell me a bit about your background um, and especially your blog and how, how you became a programmer. Well, I, I first uh, learned to program in high school. We had a VB6 class. I liked it enough to move on, on coll- at college uh, in computer and at university and uh, electrical engineering, but with a strong uh, computer specialization. And every internship I did, I ended up doing web application, and I'm still uh, a web application developer, and uh, I do some Android and C++ desktop application. Oh, wow. So you do all of them. Uh, what kind of, uh, what languages do you use for web applications? It's a SP.NET MVC with a C Sharp. Wow, that's cool. That's interesting because um, in most of the people I deal with, they are more towards a open source sort of Ruby, Python, that kind of stack. Um, I do I, I know a few uh, .NET developers, but yeah, it's generally few, fewer than than the others. So yeah, that's interesting yeah. to hear. Well, working with big organizations, so they already uh, are standardized on Windows. It's easier for them to uh, sure, sure. integrate. And, yeah, yeah, and I feel like there's a bit of a, a bias against it in in some of the open source world, and I I don't I'm not sure if it's if it's fair to be biased against because uh, from what I've heard, like C sharp uh, is a pretty good language. Uh, so yeah, it'll be interesting to hear more about that. So how long how long have you been working as a uh, professional programmer? Uh, I've been working uh, for six years uh, at the same organization. S- 16 years? Six. Six mm-hmm. years. Wow. Okay, cool. Um, tell me about your blog. When did you start that and how did? why did you start that? I've started uh, maybe two, two years ago. Yeah, two years ago with a technical article. I wanted to improve my, my written English and my writing in general uh, and show my expertise. And it's gone beyond that. I've been enjoying sharing uh, my thoughts and meeting new people. Yeah, it's it's a very interesting blog. Um, because uh, did you start off just as sh- you know writing about your what you were learning? Yeah, I was start just started out with an article about Android uh, when I was starting out with Android and uh, hmm? technical po- problem, and then I got interested in the more soft skill uh, side of sure, programming. Yeah. 
Yeah, because, you know, a lot of people have tech blogs, uh, which are very, you know, heavily detailed about how to do things in Android or any other platform or language. Uh, what's interesting about your blog is you, yeah, like you said, you talk about the soft skills of how one learns to program and other things that go with that. So when did it, when did you start uh, writing more about the soft skills? Well, I started going this way more at the start of last year and more this summer uh, that I moved on for a more general uh, soft skill. And then I wrote a bit about uh, education and learning and it struck a nerve because many developers have to learn a new thing regularly. It's part of the job. So uh, many people have those same problems and need to stay up to date. Yeah. So has it been, uh, so uh, it, that part of your blog has been, was well received. So that, that must have encouraged you to, to write more on that topic. Yeah. I always think I'm going to, uh, to stop because, oh, I've said everything, but then I get a few more ideas. And sure. It's keep going on and on. Yeah, no, it's it's a very interesting uh, blog. Uh, one particular series that I noticed was the learning. It's called the learning as a software developer, right? So tell me about that series. Yeah, it was because uh, it's when you you're in school, it's easy. You you follow your course, but once you're out and want a specialty, there's no manual. You have to figure out where you're going because the possibilities are endless. Now, always new la- new language, new framework, and I wanted to put down my thought on how you could make a, a choice that's the right one for yourself and plan out what you're going to learn to get there. Okay, and so how many blog posts are there in that series? I have four, I think, four or five. Okay, are you, is that an ongoing series? Are you writing more on that? Well, uh, it was a self-contained series, but I've been writing more about the subject. I started a new series okay. uh, more about playing and learning, so it does tie in into this, but it's a more uh, the more uh, playful side okay. of it. Let's see. Right. Okay. So talking more specifically about uh, your own experience in learning to program, t- tell me about some of the challenges that you faced when you were learning. Well, when I when I started out, the learning and the internet was just starting out. So uh, no Stack Overflow, uh, a bit of Googling if you were lucky, but the information was a lot harder to, to came, come by if you wanted to fix problems. Open source, there was a lot less libraries. And but right now, um, many more cho- choices to if you're stuck and need, need some, uh, some help. It's a lot easier than uh, a few big books. <laughs> Yeah, sure. I mean, yeah, now I guess people who are learning for the first time now, they're having a very different experience that than we, some of us did uh, years ago. Yeah, with uh, PHP 3, 4 and HTML 4, a uh, large yeah. book, it was a PhD challenge for... just just yeah. to know what's the right thing to do and the right, the good practices was hard. Yeah, so, I mean, did you use a lot of books? Is that how you learned? Well, uh, I built uh, some books and I had to go stu- study it uh, in school uh, to really get started correctly because hmm? there was no uh, online courses then. <laughs> sure, yeah. I mean, so you said you started learning in school. Um, what kind of things did they teach you in school? Well, uh, the very first first thing I did was, uh, like I said, in VB6, they, may, they yeah. had uh, games that we would do. Mm-hmm. Okay, that must have been pretty fun. 
yeah, that, that's also a good way to start uh, for for young people. Uh, so it's, it's always fun to see it visually and thing moving. It's a bit like uh, when you're doing hardware, seeing the the light flashing and and stuff moving in real time. It's more exciting. And... Yeah, yeah, definitely. Because I like you know I first learned a little bit of programming when I was in school in India and we were just taught really boring stuff and <laughs> I just you know that I mean yeah. I was always interested in computers but that wasn't fun you know it was yeah, very... well, when we started in college uh, it's C and uh, arrays and memory and it's all very dry <laughs> yeah yeah it's, it can be quite theoretical and, and sort of you don't see the it's it's useful stuff you realize later but at the time you know you don't see any application for it so yeah it can seem quite dry and boring <clears throat> so um tell me about how specifically with your blog have you faced any challenges or interesting opportunities what, what what's been your experience well uh, with my blog i i had a chance to speak uh, at a conference i went to DroidCon in montreal okay. that that was a big challenge because i'm not that much at ease speaking in front of a, a public, but I use article that I wrote uh, about Android uh, storage to apply to the conference. And, and with the blogging itself, it's learning how to write and how to put down idea clearly. Because uh, you, you can't keep step if it's for someone else. Uh, sure. It's uh, more work than it looks like. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, I know. I mean, I'm, uh, you know, I'm, we're, we're trying to publish things every week on the Learnado blog and it's a lot of work uh, and like you said it looks easy <laughs> to outside from the outside but it's not uh, that easy to consistently write you know good things yeah and technical you can just go down and and write the article in one shot you have to to validate and, and check that what you're writing work and the, the examples are good and the de build and <laughs> someone trying it will have the the right result so hmm? Lot of double checking. Yeah. So at the moment, um, is most of your writing soft skill? Do you still write some technical stuff? I don't write a lot of technical stuff right now because I don't have time to do a lot of technical stuff. To a, a job, I I do more management and code review, but I don't write a, a lot of code right now. So I have less occasion to have crunchy uh, technical problems. Okay, what what was the last new thing you learned in programming? Well, I'm doing a course on uh, Bootstrap with Coursera. Oh, uh, cool. Okay, that's nice. It's a good one. It's uh, I, I'm used to doing uh, CSS by hand, and it's an interesting viewpoint. Yeah, yeah, Bootstrap is nice. I, I, I've used it a lot. Okay, great. And how's that experience been for you? Because uh, it must be a bit of a contrast from how you learned things before. Yeah, because uh, often we, I'm not working with uh, fast prototyping at work. It's often large, long-term project. So uh, right. I want to learn more about uh, the say more startup way of seeing things. It's uh, as much about uh, how to think about it than the language themselves. That's interesting. Yeah, so are you working on a project as you're learning Bootstrap? Right now, I'm just going through the course, but I have a few projects in mind. Because you could... Uh... Right. You could apply it to your blog, couldn't you? Well, I, I could. Uh, I'm thinking of reworking my team at some point, so it's a possibility. Okay. Okay, great. So so you are you enjoying learning again, though? Yeah. I'm a, I always want to have a, 
a few new things uh, that I'm working sure. on to learn, even if it's slowed down a bit, because right now I was focusing on learning about writing and blogging and teaching, but mm-hmm. I want to pick it up uh, more. Hmm? Okay. I'm, I'm curious to know more about your thoughts on learning, I mean, learning to program and even other skills online. What, what are your thoughts on online education? Well, right now, I think it's pretty exciting. As much as for the student, there are many good courses and view viewpoints and way of seeing things. And for for the te- or teachers, uh, there's so many platforms right now that that offer a good experience and allow you to get students. So I think we're going to see a lot of good thing in the next few years. Have you have you considered teaching a course yourself? Well, I. I'm working on a book uh, based on my series we spoke about earlier on learning okay. as a software developer. Not going okay. to be a huge book, but if I w- maybe I'll do some kind of course after this on soft skill or on something more technical. But I want to keep teaching. Yeah, that sounds that would actually make a very good and unique uh, well book and course because it's it's not a topic a lot of people cover. So yeah, that would be that sounds very interesting. Do you have any advice or tips on people who are either beginning to learn to code or, or, or are interested to learn to code but don't know where to start? Well, at some point, you just have to pick one place because it's so so big. And when you, you're in motion and you learn more, you will have a better idea of where you should go. You can't guess everything just by looking at it. And, just, and don't overwhelm yourself because... There are tons of things to learn, but you don't need to learn them all at once. Yeah, sure. I mean, uh, one problem a lot of people face now is that there is just so much stuff out there and they, they get overwhelmed, like you said, and they don't know where to even start. It has grown more complex. Uh, yeah. The web, when I started out, was uh, HTML with no CSS. And now there's all those libraries that are doing very nice things, but it, it adds to the, the thing you need to learn before starting. Yeah. If you, I mean, if, would you would you like to talk about some of the topics, some of the themes that you touch in your series, uh, the one co- uh, on learning as a software developer and the new series that you mentioned? Well, uh, with the previous series, learning as a software developer, it was uh, about more finding your way as a software developer, because, like you said, it's uh, pretty overwhelming. Just uh, if you're fo- following the popular blogs and Hacker News and you read, it's it's endless. I, and I wanted to well, bring some clarity to this. And playing the the new series, it's more uh, about uh, finding more the, the fun uh, of learning and programming a- again and finding strategies and tools to uh, have a good learning experience and not just dry and boring uh, all the time. Right. So what what are some fun things that people can do to or tools people can use to make programming learning programming fun? Well, uh, one that's pretty popular and I agree with it. It's uh, kits like Arduino and Raspberry Pi. That's that's always fun to see a real life feedback or uh, t- things that would allow to see you quick result. If you want, for example, to do ASP.NET or or Ruby or just trying to set up everything, it's it can be a grind, and so uh, the, the using virtual machines that are already sure, set yeah. up, or or easy environment that allow you to get started quick and tinker and hmm, have fun. Uh, it's a good way 
for beginner two to get into it and you can worry about uh, all the setup and infrastructure later yeah sure i mean yeah some of the things you know the setup itself is so <laughs> i try to do ruby on rail on windows <laughs> oh my god yeah, <laughs> i threw everything out and try on linux again but <laughs> it's not a fun experience if you're just looking to try it out sure actually for ruby on rails there is a good uh program which just installs it for you on windows yeah but it didn't work exactly as planned <laughs> because right, yeah, if yeah. you it assumes some things that are not always true on the window platform so hmm? oh i see yeah th that's that's one hidden true you know reality of uh, life as a programmer that people don't realize is all the time you spend just setting things up and getting them to just so that you can start doing things to get to the first uh, hello world uh, hmm? yeah to the first step yeah so it's yeah anything that helps with that is is definitely a plus so you i mean you've worked on a lot of different platforms uh, from desktop windows linux it sounds like to web and mobile as well which which ones do you enjoy most what what do you, what differences do you see in terms of learning well uh I'm a web developer at art. I started with this and I'm still doing it and I, I love it. But I think Android is a good one for developer, uh, mobile Android, because the language is smaller and more self-contained. If you st stick with the Android SDK, it, you don't have uh, many browsers to take into account or language. or It's just uh, Java and XMLs for the layout. So hmm, it's a good starting point. Okay, so so you mean like yeah. learning native Android? It's smaller and more contained. That's more self-contained than the web that has tons of uh, front-end and back-end language and frameworks you can use. Sure, but and what about compared with iOS? Uh, I've not done a ton of iOS, but uh, from what I understand, it's similar. If you go with with Swift or it's as it's within in Xcode and you follow the pattern. It's easier than just mm -hmm. going in all direction. Hmm? Yeah, because I mean, I would imagine iOS is more is you know more, even more self-contained than Android because Android has so many devices yeah. you need to cater to. But it requires more of an investment. Uh, iOS, if you if you're not oh, yes, all set yes. up in the Apple stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. Sure, yeah, if you're not already sending lo loads of money to Apple, then yes, uh, it is a big investment to get started. Okay, on the website, if you had to start learning today, where, where would you start? Like, what, what would you pick up first? I would start with HTML, CSS for sure, uh, and uh, JavaScript. Okay. I think Node would be a good starting point for because you can use the same language for the front end and back end. I've not a lot of experience with it, but I like this concept. Okay. Since uh, if you go any farther with it, you're going go with Ruby. You have to have mm. Ruby on the back end and JavaScript and making them communicate. It's always more friction. Sure. Okay. Great. Okay. Well, I I think that's all the questions I had prepared for you. If you have any other advice or tips. For our listeners, uh, please go ahead. Well, I'd us. say uh, don't be afraid and and just dive in. Uh, it's uh, it's worth it's worth it in the end. Uh, don't be afraid to tinker. You're not going to break your computer. <laughs> 
<laughs> okay, good. That's a good one. Okay, well, uh, Cindy, can you tell people uh, where they can find you online, where they can follow you and your work? Well, uh, I can be followed on my blog at uh, blog.cindypodvine.com. And I also have a newsletter with uh, five hacks to learn uh, new skills of a software developer if you want to hear more about learning. Okay, great. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll add those links to the show notes. And yeah, I'm sure people would love to check your stuff out. Thanks a lot for talking to me today. It was really nice talking and I got to learn some new things. Thank you for having me. That was Cindy Potwine, a web and Android developer based in Montreal, Canada. You can check out her blog at blog.cindypodwine.com. You can find the transcript of this interview on our blog at learnetto.com forward slash blog. If you enjoyed this podcast, please rate us on iTunes so that others can find it and enjoy it too. You can also get new episodes by signing up to our newsletter on learnetto.com and following us on Twitter at LRNTTO. I'm your host, Rishi Mittal, signing off. Until next time. <laughs>